0: Hi, uh my name's Christian. Ironically, the first episode you're gonna hear is about Christianity. So I hope you're ready. It's not gonna be what you think it's gonna be. So the likelihood of this podcast ever reaching anything or being viral is slim to none. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go for it, because why not? So growing up spiritually, my parents never took us to church. We were not a part of a denomination of Christianity. It wasn't until I got into high school. And kind of motivated my parents into a certain church. That there was even sort of a direction taken in religious speaking. We were mostly spiritual. Now they you know talked about Jesus. They talked about Christmas. Which you know the irony behind that is ridiculous. Um, And if you don't know that. Uh, you know, Christians believe that they invented Christmas when in reality they stole it from pagans because they didn't like the debauchery, the deviant acts that were going on that didn't correlate with their agenda they were pushing. And it was, anyway, moving on. They talked about, you know, God and every once in a while we would pray on Thanksgiving, but for the most part, my family was non-religious, um, And like I said, it wasn't until high school that that really kind of started to progress. Now, it was of my doing, I will admit. I was searching for something. It's at a peak age where you're experiencing a lot of things. And I was looking and searching for something that my parents had always kind of talked about but never really explained. And then I saw my parents really exploring it. And I realized they had never experienced it either. So they had started to get into Christianity, and then at some point, me and my brother and my mom were all baptized in the same weekend. My dad had obviously been previously baptized before that, um, which is why he didn't partake, but moving on. So one of the things that now, more than 10 years later, oh God, 13 years later, (laughs) I have grown into a significantly different person. And the person who I am today can recognize a lot of things in myself and my youth that was sort of pushed in that direction. And while I had a choice, um, because like I said, obviously I was kind of the motivator for my family. I wasn't sure exactly if it was the right one. Because... um, I was also taught from an early age that certain things were evil, that certain things were dark and, um, you know, paganism and witchcraft and all this other stuff. It was was not okay. I mean, I would pretend, you know, to do spells and stuff from all the movies that my parents let me watch, like Harry Potter and everything like that. Uh, I mean... It, the irony behind that also is, you know, they also really liked watching those movies with us. Like, we watched The Craft, we watched, you know, those type of movies. And yet, whenever I would pretend play just as a young child, it was sort of looked down upon because it became a scary thing to my parents, but more specifically, my father, who viewed it as something dark and negative. So, one of the things that I thought were kind of interesting is when I started to get older and I started to do my own research. And looking into things for Christianity, I actually decided to go to a Christian university to learn intercultural studies um, to become a missionary. And while I was there, recognized a very common misconception and a very not thoroughly thought of thing among Christians and more so, speaking Westernized societal Christians, meaning Americans, um, that Jesus was white. <laughs> like I, I mean, even I feel like I have seen, and I have actually attended quite a few different churches. That was one of the things we had to do as a prerequisite in order to go to this college, university, whatever, was to attend a couple different, a couple different churches that would. Um, so we can experience different things, you know, different denominations. So we can decide for ourselves which branch of Christianity we wanted to go towards, because they wanted to give us that choice. Which, <laughs> and I feel like in all of those, the common misconception is that Jesus was white and that he wasn't brown. And then the second one was that homosexuality, the act of homosexuality, was a sin. Why? Because their Bibles told them so. So what people would say non-denominationally speaking is, if you are non-denominational, meaning you are not Baptist, you are not Catholic, you are not this, you are not that. That you practice what the Bible preaches and you speak what the Bible speaks. So as someone who is a churchgoer, you would do as the Bible says. And in the Bible it says homosexuality is a sin. Well, Hundreds of years ago, when the original Hebrew translated from Greek or Greek translated from Hebrew, I always get those two confused. But anyway, when that originally was a thing, um, it didn't say homosexuality. What it said was man and little boy, not man and man. So it does not say man should lie with not lie with man. It says man should not lie with boy, meaning man should not fuck a child, which we all know is a very common thing among religious specs and not just Catholicism. I know a lot of people say Catholics, Catholics, you know, no, 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 choir boys and all that. No, no, no. It's actually a very common thing. It was experienced in the church that my family went to. There were instances where people were having sex with minors. They were manipulating them. They were grooming them in order to be victims of their pedophilia. And that's never recognized within the church. It's always homosexuality, homosexuality. But pedophilia is swooped under the rug. It is swept under there so quick. Swooped, swept, whatever. It is swept under there so quick. It's never really addressed. And if it is, it's by a, you know, someone who's a left-wing liberal in the church who most of the right-wing older spec of people are just sort of like, yeah, whatever. They're just, you know, going off again like a millennial they are. Or they're just going off again because they need something else to complain about. When in reality, you didn't. You don't even do your research. As a person who is supposed to be a Christ follower, who would want Jesus to sit at their table, you don't even know what he... Jesus literally sat with sinners. He literally sat with prostitutes. He sat with homeless people. He sat with... Every, and he was brown. He wasn't white. He didn't walk around with a fucking pilgrim hat on his head, excuse my language, (laughs) preaching. He flipped tables. He made noise. He said, don't fuck a boy if you're a grown ass man. Like at some point, we as an American society have grown so stupid as a Westernized Christian society has grown so stupid and so good at keeping other people, other generations just as stupid as us. Because we refuse to admit our wrongness and pushing agendas, which is creating homophobia, which is creating violence and racism and amongst everything else. That not only are we refusing to admit we're wrongness, when you refuse to admit that you're wrong, you're refusing progress. And progress doesn't have to always be through hate or violence. But it seems like as an America, American people, you just sort of get a go along with it because that's how it happened. America happened because we killed millions. We had a genocide of brown people who by people who supposedly love Jesus. Who was brown. And I just don't get it. Like I go, this is the, this is the stuff that just like rattles around in my brain every day. And I, like, I, I, you know, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Like you're, I don't get it. This is the stuff that I just like irks me because I went, I did it. I got baptized. I, I did everything I was supposed to do. And I still view the church as this place that some people can go to and receive refuge. And it really helps them. It helps some people in my family. I'm not going to name names. But some people who I never thought I'd ever be a part of their life again. And and I didn't want them to be a part of my life. It really made a difference in who they were to me. It changed them for good. But there are certain things about Christianity and about the church that they still cling to that is toxic. Not only is it toxic to other people whom I love. It's toxic to me as well because I understand that you can be wrong And someone else can be wrong. And you two can still be friends. But when that wrongness impeaches on another person's rights, when that wrongness impeaches on another person's life and safety, because you don't want to admit you're wrong and change who you are and your views because it makes you feel better as a person to not work on yourself, astounds me. And I don't believe in that God didn't give everybody a gift to change. God gave everybody the gift to change. That's why he gave you a choice. You can choose to be better. But what you are doing is choosing not to. And then while we're on this subject, because I'm on a roll, baby. In all the thousands of years that Christians have worshipped Jesus. And worshiped God. And God says pray for the sinner. Why hasn't I ever heard. Why haven't. Why hasn't. Why haven't I ever heard. A single Christian sermon. On why no one has prayed for Satan. Not prayed to Satan. Prayed for him. The biggest sinner, the biggest bad guy, the biggest villain we can muster in a Christianized society. If you are in a religious aspect of Christianity, he is the biggest sinner. Why? If you worship God and Jesus, have I never seen, never heard of, and probably won't ever see a sermon over why no one prays for Satan. By the way, Jesus was brown. He wasn't white. Oh, and uh, to add to that little, Jesus was brown, he wasn't white. Not only was he brown and he wasn't white, but he was brown from the Middle East and he wasn't a Christian. He wasn't a He was Hebrew. He wasn't a Christian. He was Hebrew from the Middle East brown person. And if you stayed throughout all of that, congratulations. I hope the tea was hot enough for you.